We're not that different. <laughs> We're not that different. We're not. No way. You're a salami, I'm a salami. 100%. He's We, a prosciutto, he's, he's a, a prosciutto. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Woke Wogs. I'm your host and resident Wog, Jihara Volpe, here to navigate and facilitate conversations with the Wogs within my community that inspire me and hopefully you too. Now, if you're not familiar or not familiar <laughs> with the term Wog, it's a racial slur aimed at Southern European immigrants in Australia back in the day that has now been reclaimed and is celebrated as an identity affirming label. With that said, I want to draw attention to the ill use of this word still throughout the United Kingdom towards people from the East Indies, parts of Asia and North Africa. I want to pay my deepest respects and understandings to what the mention of it may bring up in you. Now for some quick self-advertisement. Do you have an event coming up and need an MC to make it a moment to remember? Well, that's what I do. I curate the optimal flow to any type of event and connect audiences to the messages that organizers are yearning to convey. Salt, great, just DM me at the link attached and I can't wait to get involved. All right, you get it. Here is another episode of Woke Wogs. <sighs> Madonna. That's all right, all right. <laughs> We're back. That's all right. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It doesn't matter. Days and thems and even the aliens. We uh, fucked it. To Woke Wogs, Jared's here again <laughs> and I just proper... What would you call it? Snitz. Would call it. I snitzled it in my snitzled family. It. Snitzled it, bro. Bread crumbed it and fried it. Uh, I'm here, of course, as always. You burnt the cutlet. I put the cutlet with the good friend Mark Cedro, and uh, I forgot to press record. <laughs> <laughs> we were getting deep, bro. Uh, but look, I'll do an intro all the same <laughs> for the third conversation today because we already had a primer conversation, and now we had the actual conversation. But now this time is the third time lucky. We're having the conversation. So, look, welcome uh, to Work Wogs. I'll just give you a little bit of an intro. Mark Cedro, uh, also known as Inner Soul Sounds on Instagram and also in a lot of festivals and gatherings in and around town here in Melbourne for his incredible ability to express through music. Uh, welcome. Thanks for having me, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I like it. I like it. It gets us warm. You know, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of when I perform live and moving through the say the fuck ups. Yeah. But it's actually not. It kind of like cuts through this barrier of like, there's a certain way that you perceive that you must be. Mm. And like, we're not robots. So yeah. it's over time I've learned that it's not really a fuck up. It shows that we're human and it actually gives us a chance, gives me a chance to like have a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't matter how serious or deep the work is, life is still fun and laughter, yeah. you know? For sure. So that's that's what it is. That's what it is. And that's, I don't know, I love when you say that as well because that laughing, like a lot of other things that are innate to us as human beings, it like just bursts the balloon of, as you said, that pressure to be something. For sure. For sure. Like you can go through, I can go through an emotion where it's like crying and then laughing. Yeah. And that's like the light at the end of the tunnel is the laughter. Fucking oath. 
and, and it, 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 yeah, as you said before, it brings me more into that reality of that imperfection, which then somehow the perfection, or I should say the authenticity bleeds through. That's right. The imperfection is the perfection. Mm, that's why I call you the Italian brother. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, you know, Obviously, we we know a lot about, or at least I know a lot about you, but we were just on a trend. And I just want to keep going that way uh, towards you and your relationship with music. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, music, like obviously for those that, I mean, for those that don't know, my background is also woodworking and mm -hmm. I've grown up like my whole life doing that with my dad. Mm -hmm. But then ventured into music, which I kind of started when I was 18 with drums. And, yeah, played around with drums, had lessons in a couple of bands, but we never, like, played live. But we wrote a lot of tracks, had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, got into a relationship at, like, 20. Mm. Um, was she Italian? No, she was Maltese. She was Maltese, okay. Uh, even a bit more hectic. A bit more, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which was all right. She was, no, nah, she was a beautiful girl, um, beautiful family. But, yeah, just your typical, like, Relationship young, mm. what's this, exploring that. Um, still played music here and there. But then, yeah, really got into that. And we were together for like seven years, eight years. Wow. Um, and in the meantime, still doing cabinet making and then into my woodwork, art, wood turning, carving, all that. And music kind of went on the back burner. Yeah. And, yeah, 27, 28, I had a house with her. And As in you, you'd bought a we house? We bought a house together. So it was like kind of heading that way to like um, family. and But deep down the whole time I kind of knew, like I didn't want to get married but mm -hmm. I loved her. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it kind of just like kept going. Mm -hmm. And then one day I was washing the dishes in in my house and I was like, fuck, this is not for me. Like I could feel there was something bigger for me to do. And I wasn't happy in the relationship. And, yeah, like long story short, um, we ended up breaking up and that was like a really, yeah, pivotal life change for me and really hectic at the same time because ending a relationship that nothing is actually wrong Oof. but knowing that I'm going to break this girl's heart, break her family's heart mm. and break my family's heart mm. because you know how wogs are. We fucking all one big family. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I ended the relationship and, yeah, I was a lost soul, man. Yeah. Had oh. no idea what was out there in the world, kind of no idea who I really was. Mm. Um, yeah, sold the house, moved back home with my parents. Whoa. Um, Dude, that's like a full, like, <laughs> reset. Full reset, man. It feels like I've done life backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it was it was a hectic time, man. Yeah. I was going through a lot of stuff. Um had some woodwork. I was doing a lot of woodwork, selling mm -hmm. a lot of pieces, but through what I was going through, I lost creative flow, inspiration, mm -hmm. so I stopped woodworking. Still done cabinet making. Yeah. Um and then in that same year, my mom fell back into a deep depression again. Mm. So not only trying to be there for myself, be there for my mom. And then also my dog, Indy, passed away that year as well, who used to come to work with me. Like, she was my life, man. She saved me when I was younger through my depression. And, yeah, so she died, ended this relationship. I was going through shit. 
my mom was going through stuff and that's how I got into meditation. So this was like six years ago, seven years ago. Do you remember the moment when you're at that kind of, whether it be a breaking point or not, or maybe I could say you're so full withholding everything that you were like, I need to change something? Yeah, totally. I remember, I think I went on a date with this, with this girl I had met. It was like on Tinder and she was into meditation and she introduced me to this guy on YouTube to like just to follow. Mm-hmm. So then I started listening to his meditations and just started. That's where I started. And, yeah, it kind of it helped me a lot just to ease into the feelings and just like sit and help my mind not be so chaotic. Mm. And yeah, from there I started getting back into music and I collected a tongue drum, which is like not the same as a hang drum, but it's, yeah, it's made out of like sort of a gas, they can use like gas bottles Mm -hmm. and it has like different notes. Mm -hmm. So I started like playing that because it would facilitate this feeling of like peace. Mm. Mm. And yeah, just, over the time, got deeper into meditation, deeper into music, started collecting other instruments that would facilitate that same feeling of peace and allowing me to sit and move through all the feelings. Yeah. And, yeah, started getting a big collection. Well, and, and wait a minute. So you're collecting all of these instruments. You're going on this journey and as you're deepening into yourself, you're starting to acquire these instruments that are causing vibrations and sounds that are also soothing this energy within yeah and there was no i wasn't researching um what are the healing properties of this or that all i was basing everything on was a feeling Mm. and how is this making me feel and yeah slowly slowly i had a little bit of a collection so i'm like i want to just start sharing this and then through Instagram, just started like connecting to different yogis and all that. And yeah, I had the opportunity to do a little sound journey. I was like very new to it. Yeah. And that kind of kickstarted everything. Wow. Yeah. That kickstarted the inner soul sounds. Yeah. Your mate, your name makes so much more sense now. <laughs> just from hearing that. Totally. And yeah, not many people know like the full story. If I have like an opportunity to share it, I do. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it happened through like really fucking tough times. Wow. Oh man, congratulations. And I, I again, this is the thing I love about this podcast is that I know you, but I haven't even had this conversation with you. Another curiosity for me is Okay, you're obviously <coughs> musically not just talented, but you understand music. And so my curiosity is that with these instruments, were you just gathering them, YouTubing, learning how to play it? What was that journey like? Um, yeah, pretty much. I, Because I came from drums and like per- percussion, so the hang drum was much easier to pick up because mm. it's percussive. But I had to learn like how to hit the notes cleanly and mm. all that. And, yeah, most of it just came down to practice. I have never studied music really. Um, Parents don't play any instruments. My brother grew up playing like piano, guitar, like he's an incredible musician. But I have no idea about like music notes. Like I know notes and chords and that, but I'm not, I don't know much. I haven't got much understanding in the depth of like um, music theory. Mm. Dude, that's that's so interesting because coming back to what you said before, it was like you were just doing what felt good. That's it. That was my teachings. 
So I would play and how I play now and the music that I play and write, well, write, it's all free flow and intuitive. Yep. Is because over time I just play based on feeling and what feels good when I play the sound. Yeah. And that somehow works out that it all flows really nicely because I'm just like full trust in myself. Dude, and that all was birthed from a moment of you washing dishes where you chose to trust that feeling. Yeah. Man. But I didn't know what that, where that feeling would take me. Mm. I knew I just had to go with my gut. I could have easily not went with that and stuck with the relationship and then don't know, could have had kids and then broke up and then like mm. all this shit. Or you could have continued to hold on to the script that was given to you the way that a lot of wogs would live their life. 100%. Get into a relationship, stay with that woman, build that long line of connection whilst carrying on the family tradition of cabinet making and always feel that restlessness but not really understanding what's creating that. For sure. And I couldn't do that. Like I'm always the type of person that kind of like I've always followed my gut mm-hmm. and but never like truly understood like myself fully and how why it works that way mm. and all that. So this journey has like taken me to that. And now I live a life of just like following where what my body wants to do mm. and just full trust in that. Dude, a oh, hundred. It's billions i don't know how long humans been around for so don't take that literally but, but it's it's quadrillions <laughs> wiggly enough i'm not going for that i'm trying to say wigglyans <laughs> anyway uh but that's the technology that the body is it's had all these iterations so these signals that we get from it you know there is wisdom in it and something that i learned recently on this deep retreat that i went on was about those gut feelings and I really didn't ever clue on to this, but when we're in the womb of our parents, and the one true thing that's connected to our mothers is our umbilical cord, which is plugged in to our gut. For sure. And we receive two notes from there. It's where fear lives, and it's also where that wisdom lives as well. So it makes sense when there is a deep feeling, which I struggle with, to be honest. I get these feelings, I'm like, nah, my mind tries to work it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. The but. Don't they say like our gut is our main brain? Well, it's the first brain. Yeah, first yeah. brain. So the mind, like I see the mind as in um, it's utilised to how do we get that, feel, like our gut feeling or say um, when we're being creative mm-hmm. or we can feel what we want to play musically mm-hmm. or create, like we our gut feeling, like mm-hmm. our soul or like our chest, our gut, wherever yeah. our soul is, right? Our brain is there to how to compute that in a way to get that out in the physical way. Yes. Nothing else. Yes. So if we can train ourselves to just feel with our gut, everything's based on feeling, but once the brain comes in, mm-hmm. that can change the feeling and make you like think, oh, no, it's not that. Yeah. I think I love what you say there because it's something that I always wrestle with and some of like, you know, it's about believing in yourself. I'm like, yes, it is. Yes, it's about believing in yourself. Yes, it's about feeling into that gut instinct like you did. But then it's also about programming the body and the brain and learning those skill sets so you can express that deeper feeling that wants to come out. For sure. I think there's like a, um, well, I personally find that there's a, to a certain degree, 
because then it can start becoming too overcomplicated. Mm. Researching YouTube, like all these things, because there's so many ways to like get that out or to learn how to meditate or yeah, like there's so many different ways to take you to the same place. Mm. Um, I've just learned for me what works best is always just coming back to like what feels good. Mm. If that feels good, then it's not wrong. Yeah. As long as like I'm sure we can go deep into this on people thinking this feels good, this feels good, but they're like actually hurting someone. Yeah, exactly. But knowing that whatever I do, as long as I have um, love and respect and openness and non-judgment for everyone and for myself, then Mm. I know I'm on like the right path. Yeah, man. And and even with that, it it is a path of awareness. All these books that I can devour, these podcasts that I can listen to, I'm gaining further and further awareness. Totally. And even understanding what feels wrong or what do I feel, I guess, really angry or defensive about. There's two things that are happening there. One, somebody's not matching with my values. Two, I'm holding on to something that I need to let go of. And as you said, it's coming back to where is this coming from and what is it asking of me to do? Do I need to change in this moment to become more aware and more inviting of the situation or do I need to stand for something deeper? Definitely. No, I I completely agree. It kind of reminds me of how I like see things. Um, I don't always agree with everyone or what they say or what they do. Um, But I've learned instead of trying to like, constantly want to share the wisdom or help someone or if I don't agree with what they say, that's okay. Mm. I can share my opinion or view. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't really care if they take it on or don't mm-hmm. um, because like I've learned end of the day, that's their journey through life. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm happy in my life with my journey, and I know that I'm doing right by my by me, and doing right by everyone else. Mm-hmm. Then I'm okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I feel that, man. And that's again, we how long is a piece of string, and and how many variables can we add to oh this conversation? It, it's really, I think, coming back to that understanding that we are just human beings. That's it, man. Having a human experience. Yeah, we all take a shit in the morning. A hundred percent. Some of us have a cafeteria. Oh. I just recently got a coffee machine. Did you? Yeah. My my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I used to use the cafeteria and then so I missed the crema on top. Wow. So I said to my dad, this is how sneaky my parents are too. I can't tell them anything because then they go off and like my dad's like, Mark, I got you this. Oh, how cute is that? Uh, typical wog parents, it's man. It's beautiful. And That's I was little, like, it yeah. is amazing. It's, it's amazing. amazing. It's, it's amazing. Like I love it because I would do the same for my kids. For sure. Like um, would do anything for them but also not give them – as long as they're doing like smashing life and doing mm-hmm. things right, then, mate, I'll do anything for you. Mm-hmm. And my parents are like that. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, yeah, mum's got a voucher for Harvey Norman. You can use that. Mm-hmm. And two days later they got me the coffee machine. It's beautiful. And it's mad. Now I make. I feel like a barista. That's proper in the morning. Yeah. Proper. You, just, you even like smack it out as well, get that whole situation. I done. do. I do. Smack it out, tamp it down, make my coffee. It's mad. That's fantastic. I have a funny story. Tell a me. friend of mine, um, Ben, <laughs> works for uh, Genovese Coffee. Yep. And um, he was at my house for my partner's birthday mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the next day he messaged me 
He's like, oh, by the way, I left a, um, a, a gift for Buddha at the front of your house. I'm like, what? I didn't see this. So I walk out the front. He left me a Genovese pack of coffee. He gifted it to Buddha for me. Oh, bro. You, do you have a little Buddha at the front of your head? Yeah, I've got a Buddha at the front. That was also a gift to me by my old housemate. Wow. It was his Buddha and he left and he's like, I want to gift you this. Gifts have a different sensation. It's amazing. Everyone goes, oh, you know, what's your most valued possession? And I guarantee whatever answer you have to that, there's a story behind that possession. Totally. I love it. And for me, like gifts, I may not buy gifts for someone or give something, but I often gift like sound journeys. Mm. And it's like in many spaces. It could be at a party or if people are at my house and we're hanging out and it's like late because I love like doing sound journeys late at night mm. if anyone knows me. Right, I know you. Between you, like you've literally done it in this room. 3 to 8 a.m. is probably like my favorite time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, anyway, that's my gift. Yeah. It's like, guys, you want a sound journey? Mm. Yeah, all right. Everyone's always keen. Mm. Lay down and, yeah, I love taking people on a sound journey. And explain it. Explain what a sound journey is for the, the virgin ears that don't know what that is. Um, for me, a sound journey, so I have all my instruments in my lounge. I've got gongs, um, crystal bowls, um, hang drums, mm -hmm. didgeridoos, flutes, all that sort of jazz. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, sound journey is pretty much you lay down, sit up. I like to say there's no rules, mm -hmm. whatever you're kind of feeling. And, yeah, I'll just take you on a beautiful ambient soundscape with these amazing vibrations. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. Wow. I know I've been on one as well and it's, it's interesting. And again, I know everyone can relate to this, but how music can really be the soundtrack for things that I'm moving through. Talk about that, that feeling within. And I know that with my experiences of your sound journeys, because there's no words, because there's something and the sounds are so different and, and some of them, are, they, they cause it an energy in me, like a for frustration sure. as well. For sure. That's, I like that you said that because that's how I see it mm. is um, like when I said that's pretty much it, there's like a lot to it mm. uh, as a facilitator like of sound is wanting, needing to be a clear channel mm. and I hold like that space I take very serious mm. but I also like to play around when the time is right and, yeah, I've, play around in life and I'm a jokester, shit talk, like all this stuff. But mm. when it comes to that space, I'm like, that's serious. That's sacred space. Mm. People are trusting me with like their energetic self. Mm. And, yeah, what I love about sound is that there's no guide with words. Mm. So each person has a different um, journey through it. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, what my aim is to shift stuff inside of you. Mm -hmm. Not always. Some people come to sound journeys expecting it to be all light and fun. Mm. But I love when I'm in there and I know, oh, this is like going dark because I know that that's shifting a lot of stuff. Mm. And that's like, that's where the work is. Mm. Whatever's coming up in that dark moment or that tough moment is what you really need to work on. Mm. And, yeah, that's that's what I get off on Sound Journeys. Oh, dude, man. Dude, I, I love hearing you really delve into it and say that because I've been a participant, a receiver of that medicine and those vibrational 
codes hitting into me and bringing stuff up, even days afterwards. For sure, for sure. I feel like it takes like that can trigger something or a thought or a feeling and it could take like there's no time limit in how long that takes to move through. Mm. And also I talk about like darkness in a sound journey or even ceremony, whatever, ceremony space. I feel like as a facilitator why I like to be a clear channel is because there's a difference between darkness in energy in a sacred space. Like for me is a clear darkness where it's not coming from me. Mm. Like in that space I try to be as clear-headed as possible Mm -hmm. so I can be a clear channel for the sounds and whatever's coming through. So that darkness is just like whatever tough moment that person's going through. Yeah. I'm not I'm it's not being sifted through my stuff. No. Yeah. No, and that's huge because that's the I guess the important other instrument. There's you, there's your instruments, and then there's the instruments of everyone else's experience coming in there to yeah. receive what you're then giving to them and that's reverberating off their internal space. Yeah, for sure. And how I learn to do that is I um journey by myself at home a lot with my sounds and especially using sounds with psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's not to – like psychedelics I love mm. and psychedelics are amazing. But I fully believe that we don't need psychedelics to move through or understand ourselves if we speak full honest truth to ourselves. Mm. Um, and that's how I see it. In my day-to-day life I've moved through my stuff because mm-hmm. – always being aware of what's going on and speaking truth to myself Mm -hmm. in my fuck-ups, in everything. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm in that space, in that realm of psychedelics and sound, I can actually enjoy where that takes me into a feeling. So I like to see how far can I go into these feelings with the sound because as far as I can go with that is as far as I can take people in the sound journey into a feeling. Mm. And know I can hold that space because I've already been there with myself. Mm. That's integral, man. That's integral. You're not asking anyone to do what you haven't done and done deeper yourself. No, I need to experience it first before I can help others. That's Mm. how I see everything. Mm. Mm. That's how I look at things that happen in my life, whether it's really tough, bad, doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I need... If I've experienced that, that means I can understand a person better. Mm, mm. Even when I've had really messed up thoughts like during COVID, suicidal thoughts, all mm-hmm. that stuff, mm-hmm. like I'm lucky I had the tools to sit through that and move through it. But then it gives me a deeper understanding with others that are going through that. Yeah. And for me the lightness to that is being able to share it in a way that helps people be comfortable to share it too. Mm. Yeah, man, that's really beautiful and especially with the work that I do, one of the most deepest levels of healing is somebody sharing their deepest, darkest secret and the person that they're sharing it with saying, me too. For sure. We're not that different. (laughs) We're not that different. We're not. No way. You're a salami, I'm a salami. 100%. He's a prosciutto, he's he's a a prosciutto. Yeah. And with all these different... Oh, Chich. Oh, Chich. Man, this has been beautiful. Uh, and I love this this really narrative that we've been really building into, which is to further understand yourself 
and then to invite others to do the same in whichever means possible. For sure, man. What I love is um, regardless of the sound space, I just love witnessing people be their full authentic self. Mm. And like that's how I've moved through life and like my journey to where I am now is I'm comfortable with like who I am. I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I still have my moments, Mm -hmm. but that's why I love like going out and like I love grooving and having fun and doing weird stuff on a dance floor Mm -hmm. and all that. But then I can still chat about life, chat depth, talk shit. Mm -hmm. Like that's life. That For me, that's spirituality. Mm. It's being like my authentic self. Yep. And that's all I'm here to like, that's what I like to be here to help others, especially through sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I think you've definitely articulated that through the sound waves here today. <laughs> and for, you know, those people who are wanting to to find you and to go on these sound journeys or to keep up to date with where you're at, where do they go? Um, I have an Instagram, Inner Soul Sounds. Mm-hmm. I've kind of had a bit of a break doing sound journeys and kind of um, creating some new spaces at my house so mm-hmm. I can start running more intimate sound journeys mm-hmm. where there's no time limit that I have to like, play and then get out of a space I can just like we can sit Mm -hmm. have a sound journey and then chill and have like a chai or a coffee Mm -hmm. probably a coffee and chai yeah um yeah and just hang out amazing and like debrief the experience debrief I I love hearing people's um visions and stories and Mm -hmm. what they've gone through through my sound journeys Mm -hmm. um it keeps me inspired to keep sharing that's beautiful and so I, I assume this, but for anyone that also wants to book you for something, just DM, hit it up. Yeah, totally. Just message me. Message me on Instagram. Um, yeah, or email me. My email is on there. Mm-hmm. I do private sound journeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sound journeys for <laughs> – I've done sound journeys for parties. Like yeah. someone's wanted a sound journey before a party and it's really beautiful. Mm. It just drops everyone into this beautiful grounding space and, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a nice way to start the night festivals whatever yeah yeah oh man thank you so much for for coming and joining me on this podcast you're, you're welcome man you were somebody that i thought of but then people kept telling me bro you got to get you got to get cedra on here and of course you delivered you don't live up to the name of the italian border for nothing <laughs> uh, and man i'm just more than anything really appreciative of our friendship uh, and your journey that is inspiring me to really rethink my own likewise man thanks for having me this is actually my first podcast no way. Yeah. Not your last, bro. Not my last. They're going to pinch you off this, but remember where you yeah, started. Yeah, I know, I know. I hope to come on here again, though. For sure. Because, like, that's it, once only. No, no, no. It's it's continuous, really. I'm just discovering this as I go. You're so, doing great, man. Yeah, just just like you, bro, feeling what feels good, discovering it within myself. You know, you're the instrument that I'm playing with in this reality. Well, you're and, playing me. Yeah, you know how it is. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to go into the after hours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 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 would you look at that? You made it to the end of this podcast. It must mean you enjoyed yourself. And if you want to support myself in this new venture, please like, subscribe and share it on your social channels. Thank you for all the help and support. Of course, I'll see you here next time on... Ooh.